uh, with the speaker question, please feel free to send me your work. Please feel free to send me anything that you do, anything that you finish when you're done, whatever it may be. Make it, you know, because I would love, I would love to be able to, you know, to, to look at some of your, uh, you know, to listen to some of your audios if you send them through WhatsApp, you know, to give you feedback and, you know, to see how you're progressing. Okay. But, you know, given the fact we have nine sessions, I would like to do two speaker question one, two, three, and four sessions. And then in that last one, go all the way through, you know? Um, and so it's, it's a lot of development. I really do hope that you be, you get quick. Listen, what it comes to is your creativity with development during your speaking. If you get stuck at 13 seconds, it's because you haven't developed that creativity to latch on to different ideas. That's what makes it so easy for me. At the time of speaking, when I do my podcasts, everything I say has a story. I could say one word and that one word could have five stories. And this is how I've developed my mind in terms of going from one to two to three to four, everything that's relatable. That's going to be your goal, not to have five stories, but to, if you say a word and you finish a sentence, you begin the next sentence with that idea. And that idea is going to take you to greater pastures. That's what you got to do. It's kind of like independent essay writing, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Whew. Okay. Okay. All right. So here we go. All right. We're officially recording franchising and speaking question three. All right. So the reading is about franchising, which is, and then we have to define it. We don't have to do anything over, just like, you know, the speaking question too, we have to create a little bit more. But to be honest with you, open it up with the adjective clause and we're ready to go. That's how we're going to be doing this speaking question. So it says many popular and well-known business chains, such as fast food restaurants, use a practice known as franchising. Are there any details from that sentence we're going to put into it? Nope. We're going to look at the other one. In franchising, aha, definition. Someone who wants to open a store or restaurant pays an established company for the right to use the company's name and sell the company's products. There it is. That's the definition of franchising. So we're just going to iterate that in a different way. The reading is about franchising, which is when someone, uh, what is it, opens a store by paying a company to use the company's name, name and sell the products. I always like to say, in other words, what does that mean? Well, I always tell my girls, my trio chiquitas, all right, and the tres digitos, they're coming up soon. We got a new one. That's right. We got a new preparation class. We got the tres digitos, okay? And this guy got a 27 in speaking and a 26 in uh, writing. So I'm going to share a lot of those oh. videos with you. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to hear him. He's also a dentist. You're going to hear him and you're going to be like, how can I do that? You always got to look up and say, okay, how can I get there? Right? So that's going to be a huge benefit that's coming up this Wednesday. So I'll be throwing things into your Dropbox. So the reason why I write and quote, in other words, is simply because put it into your own words. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't read the sentence and read it again and read it again and read it again and read it again. 
Just put it in your own words. I did that. When someone opens a store by paying a company to use the name and the products, that's what that is. And going back to Trio Chiquitas, you know, I told them, uh, and it was a very, uh, as, as Aztec culture, I'll definitely, uh, Aztec agriculture is the reading that we did. I will be putting that into your Dropbox. Um, they, uh, you know, because I tell them, can you just, the essential information question, put it into your words. Like put it into your words and it's gonna make it a hell of a lot easier. Because if you don't put it into your own words, guess what? Well, there it is. You're going to overcomplicate it. You're not going to know what to write. So by mm -hmm. me putting it into my own word, and just so I don't forget, I need to hurry up and write down what I'm saying. Okay, what what, what is it? Uh, Azteca culture. Okay, here we go. Uh, Aztec culture. Uh, Claudia. Claudia. Uh, oh, Yesenia, too. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. Cla Claudia, you have no idea. There's so many people. I don't even know what to do. Okay. So, all right. So, in saying that, that's what it comes down to, right? So, that's what I want you to do. Tip number one for speaking question three. We don't have to overcomplicate it. The first sentence is blah, blah, motherfucking blah examples. It's not a definition. What I do, I look for the main word in the passage and then i got it and then from there it's easy that's exactly okay. what i do all right so this is what you're gonna do all right so now it comes down to the note taken this is obviously still a little bit of a work in progress how's your note taken have you been doing note taken for speaking question two better better <laughs> than the first one <laughs> uh, okay all right hey as long as it's better as long as it's better but remember your problem is creating the language in between your notes that's what you have to get better at so all right you know what let me just hurry up and unshare this and make sure that okay yep i'm sharing the sound okay let's do it tres dos equis now listen to part of a lecture on this topic in a business management class. Okay, so we've been talking about starting a business. Let's say I want to open up a pizza restaurant. Well, I know how tough it is to make a new business succeed, and I want a sure thing. So, I contact a big company that owns a chain of pizza places. Let's say it's called Pizza Town, and I pay for the rights to call my restaurant Pizza Town, and to sell Pizza Town's special, one-of-a-kind pizza. Now, since everyone's heard of Pizza Town, it's really popular, I don't have to worry about whether people will want to eat my pizza or not. I already know this pizza will sell well because it's a known thing, and that means that there's a better chance my business will succeed. Now, in exchange for being able to call my restaurant Pizza Town, I have to agree to run the business the Pizza Town way, and Pizza Town trains me to do this. They show me how to do everything, how to make my pizzas taste like Pizza Town pizzas, how to advertise, even how to make my store look like a Pizza Town. Now, this means that I don't have a lot of freedom or choice in the way I run my business. But in a lot of ways, this is great for me. After all, Pizza Town's way generally works. They sell a lot of pizza. Okay, so tell me what you got. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you got. 
Okay, I, I think this is a lecture business management class. And uh, the professor explained everything about how they can open the restaurant. He, uh, he said this to tough to open the restaurant, but he want to uh, hire a big company to help how, uh, um, how to uh, build the restaurant. So they call the Pizza Town and he paid for use the same name of the company. And, and the company helped to- The company would to, help. Mm. Okay. The Pizza Town helped to him how to-, how to. <clears throat> He explained everything how about the business. They contact, they, uh, um, build the same uh, a store like all the stores, I don't know, all the restaurants the same. So if somebody hear about pizza town, they know what type of pizza they make. So yeah. they don't have any problems to um, start with the business because uh, uh, they know what type of pizza they sell. And they spray everything about the business and they give all the um, ingredients, everything about the business. So this is what I take. The See, okay, well, it's all about establishing that coherence. It's all about establishing that coherence. So let's look at this. Let's look at what you would say. Pizza restaurant example. These are my three words. How would you put that into a sentence? Um, we're going to refer back to the lecturer and then we're going say, to put that into a sentence. Okay, I could say uh, the lecture is about the business management class and the subject is about Frank. Franchise. Franchising, right. Franchising. Okay, all right. So we're always going to start off with the readings about franchising, which is definition. And then okay. we're going to refer to the professor. He or the professor used a pizza restaurant as an example. So that's like a transition going into the big body. So the professor explained uh, ah. example about. Well, the thing is, explains an example is almost the same. So the professor uses an example. Uses is your friend. Oh. You can write. You can write that one down. Uses an example. Very very good. Okay, so. He used a pizza restaurant as an example, and then he explains, okay? All right, he explains that it is hard to succeed in business. And if he were to start one, he would want to make sure it does. So, he would contact Pizza Town. 
which is in town. Oh, Pizza Town, which is a successful pizza and uh, pizza uh, uh, pizza food chain restaurant. Food chain, which is a, a successful chain restaurant. Uh, fuck, chain restaurant, restaurant chain. Fuck it, restaurant chain, restaurant chain. And he would pay for the rights to call his own restaurant Pizza Town. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? Mm -hmm. That was literally three lines right here. Those three lines, and you would have to look at all that filler language. So if I were to do this, he explains that it is hard to succeed in business. And if he were to start one, he would want to make sure it does. So he would contact Pizza Town, which is a successful restaurant chain. And he would pay for the rights to call his own restaurant Pizza Town. So that mm -hmm. highlighted pink, those four lines, that paragraph is what I would say. It's good for you to see what you say. And that's why I gave you some of the work. I'm like, write it down and then speak it out loud and check the time. Remember the homework I gave you, right? You know, speak it mm -hmm. out, write it down and then see how it looks. <laughs> you know, that's how mine would look. That's how mine would look. And so now that I have this, we're going to go, ta-da! And now I would have to fit this in the rest of the way. So what I would do next is, all right, let's see. Um, uh, he already knows it will sell well. And that gives him a better chance to succeed. In exchange, he would agree to run the business the Pizza Town way. They would show him how to do everything. And his pizza would taste like Pizza Town, help him with advertising, and make the store look like Pizza Town. However, this is the negative, he said, he would not have freedom of or choice on how to run his business. Great for mm -hmm. him because after all, Pizza Town's way works. If I look here, there's probably about 75 words. Holy shit, 165? God damn. All right, I, I think I wrote a hundred. Did, did I really just write 165 motherfucking words? Okay, well, here we go. That is a lot. Okay, that's a lot of words. I had no idea that I was going to write that amount of words. But uh, hey, this is a great way for me to test my wit and to uh, bring it on over here, get the little tiny stopwatch. And let's get, why is this at 96 hours? Holy shit. Okay, all right, we're back. All right, so here we go. I'm going to record my voice based on all the notes that I had taken down, including the pink that I deleted. And with what I have on the bottom of the screen, I'm going to see how long this takes me to say it all. Okay? This is how we're going to start building you up. This is how you're going to start doing it. I want you to write your response, speak your response, time your, time your response, figure out how many words you wrote, and then go from there. 
So here we go. The readings about franchising, which is when someone opens a store by paying a company to use the company's name and sell the products. The professor goes on to use a pizza restaurant as an example. He explains that it is hard to succeed in business. And if he were to start one, he would want to make sure that it does succeed. So he would contact, let's say, Pizza Town which is a, sex, a successful restaurant chain, and he would pay for the rights to call his own restaurant Pizza Town. He already knows it will sell well, and that gives him a better chance to succeed. In exchange, he would agree to run the business the Pizza Town way. They would show him how to do everything, and his pizza would taste like Pizza Town, help him with advertising, and make the store look like Pizza Town. However, he would not have freedom of choice on how to run his business. But in all, great for him, he knows that the Pizza Town way works. Ooh, you saw how I added in a little bit more language at the end? Because I'm like, oh, I went a little bit too fast. However, I still finished at about 57.8 seconds. 165 motherfucking words done. Holy shit, that was a lot. That was a lot, okay? So what could you do, Claudia? Well, I think this is a great way for you to, all right, Arsenio, well, I got some difficulties in doing a couple of things. And I think, uh, you know, uh, writing down and figuring out that opening introduction, get it better at defining and putting it into your own words. And then listening to the material, making sure the notes are good, but writing down your response because it's very hard for you to, uh, of course, you know, speak your response out loud at the time of. So in order to build that up, how about we just, Write down your response and then timer on. The reading's about franchising, which is, I don't know. Okay, and then you're gonna go on and speak all the way through, see how many words you said, fix the places where you stumbled. What can you do to avoid that? How can you get better in these specific areas? Am I using enough language? Can I include some things? Write it in your journal, figure out where you can put more fillers. Do you need more cohesion? Do you need more coherence? This is how you're going to do it. This is how you're going to do it, Claudia. This is how you're going to max your results. Mm -hmm. Andale. No, I don't know what that means. Orale. No, that's Mexican, actually. Okay, so anyways, Claudia, not bad, huh? So let's do a little practicing. Let's go to another crazy-ass question. Let's go to uh, 21. And then let me click on this question four. And then... Illustrious technique of questioning awareness effect. All right, Claudia, this one is the questioning awareness effect. All right. And so, what I want to do, remember tip number one look for the entire questioning awareness effect in the passage. Ta da! I found it. However, we need the example of what this is. Give me an example of what this is. And guess what? With this technique, here you go. This technique. Mm -hmm. With this technique, there you go.
the technique this the teacher um awareness effect is when a teacher okay uh can you use with the student to Okay, we're going to put this in passive, passive voice, huh? When a student is disruptive and the teacher would then question, would then draw attention to the student and question his or her behavior. Behavior. What do you think? Does that look good? Does that make sense? Do, do you uh -huh. have it? Did you have any difficulties in processing that? Difficult to say. <laughs> what was that? Difficult to say. It's difficult. But this to is the idea. Like, it, mm -hmm. like, it's difficult for you to like, like create that, correct? Yes. Okay. All right. Whew. Well, that's what we're going to have to get a little bit better at. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. What I did, I hurry up and said, okay, one way a teacher could disrupt behavior, one, I'm sorry, one way a teacher could correct disruptive behavior is by questioning awareness effect. And that's exactly what I wrote, is when a student is disruptive and the teacher would then draw attention to the student and question his or her behavior. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's a questioning awareness effect. So what you got to do as homework, get some of these and start creating them. I'm probably going to have to put them on a document. You're going to have to time yourself on how fast you create it. Okay. So let me write that down. Claudia, create <coughs> SQ3Doc readings. Practice. Oh my God, there's so many things. Holy Jesus. Okay, so there it is. All right, so both you and I, we are now going to take some notes. So here we go. Tres dos equis. Now listen to part of a lecture in an education class. Education. So I used to teach a class of eight-year-olds. And one problem I sometimes had was getting the kids to raise their hands when they wanted to answer a question. Like lots of teachers, I had the rule that if a student wanted to answer a question, they needed to raise their hand in the air and wait till I called their name before speaking. That gave all the students a chance to participate, which helped everyone get more out of the discussion. But some kids had trouble following the rule. I remember there was one girl, Sarah, who didn't raise her hand when she wanted to answer a question. She would just call out the answer. And this was frustrating for the other children who were waiting patiently with their hands raised. So one day when Sarah called out, I asked her if she knew that calling out was unfair to the other students. I said to her, Sarah, do you realize that when you call out answers without raising your hand, you're not being fair to the other students. You're not giving them a chance to answer questions, too. And I didn't wait for her to answer. I just continued teaching the class. And after that, any time I asked the class a question, 
Sarah didn't call out the answer. She raised her hand along with everyone else. That was hard because it's kind of like an example within an example. And so this is going to be a little bit different because the opening introduction, because he gives it of his life, it would say the professor gives an example from his own personal experience. That's your transition, okay? Uh -huh. That would be your transition. First, he, he explained the teacher has uh, roots and they have participated or something, they have to write your hand. Raise. But he, has, he said something about he has a student and her name is Sarah. And every time he, he wants to ask something to the student, the student write her hands, but she didn't. So she said the answer and he said this, um, can make the chance to the another student to say the answer. So one time she he um, asked to Sara why he asked Sarah ah uh, uh, Sara yes he asked Sara that was a tough one I wrote down the quote right there in the pink. I don't take my notes like this, but I remember he said something about, he talked with her and uh, say something about why, why she did. And for the second uh, activity or something, she, she knows, so she write her hands to say why something like this. Okay. But that don't make, much the last thing that I, don't, I couldn't buy much notes just this i see okay okay so that's that's like an example within an example right and so mm -hmm. with your notes you're just gonna have to figure out how can you go about answering it if we look at this he you know uh there was one time that uh, a student by the name of sarah called out the answer without raising her hand and he called on her and said uh, well, he asked her if calling out was unfair, and he also told her that she wasn't being fair. Not you're not being fair, but she wasn't being fair, right? Because we're reporting what he had said, unless you quote it. And he said, quote, you're not being fair. <laughs> I don't know if you have to do all that, you know, uh, you could, but that's just very, very weird. Uh, so instead, you could say, He's, he, she wasn't being fair to other students because she didn't give them a chance by, and, and, I'm sorry, she wasn't being fair to other students and by calling out the answer, she's not giving them a chance to answer the questions too. There it is. Mm -hmm. All right. And so that was the biggest thing. That's one of those tricky ones, Claudia. Now, is there a mm -hmm. trick that you might get this? Slim, but when you have an example within an example, you have to make sure that you state it all. Okay, you have to make sure you state it all. Okay. All right, so there it is. Now, I would like you to write this out. 
Okay, what I want you to do, I would I would like you, based on the notes I have, the notes you have, I would like you to write something out such as this, such as this, okay? I want to do a little bit of practicing right here to see if you have that awareness effect too. All right, so based on the notes I have and based on the notes you have, I would like you to come up with something, come up with, you know, a, okay, how are we going to go about answering this? All right? And I'm going to mm. press pause while you're doing that. Okay, so what so, you're gonna do after that, you're just going to sum it up and conclude it. So, so after that, Sarah changed her behavior and she uh, knows that when the professor asks something she has to write her hand before she wants to answer the, uh, answer the question. Okay, good, good. That's a longer version. That's a longer version. So uh, that's good. That's good. If you have more time, if you have a short amount of time, depending on where you're at, 50 seconds, 53 seconds, you're going to say after that, Sarah learned from that bad behavior and she began, that was the word that I was looking for, began. She began raising her hand like everyone else. That was the word. That's another big word for you. Used in past tense, U-S-E-D, and then began. She began raising her hand like everyone else. Even at the beginning introductions, you could say, he began with an example. Ah. You see what I mean? There's a number of different things that we could actually use. This is why I love it. Different verbs, different things, reported verbs. Oh yeah, this is all fire. So not sure how many words this is. 113, much, much less. Okay, so Claudia, let's try saying everything in pink in a minute. Okay, everything you do, we're just going to read it. We're just going to read it. Obviously, we're just practicing. Obviously, your spoken fluency will get a nice kick out of this. But we're going to see how many words you should be saying, just to give you an idea, even if that conclusion is very long and whatnot. So here we go. I will hit the timer when you're ready. Let me write this just a little bit small. So questionals. Sometimes I don't know how to pronounce. So okay. So how can we go about awareness? Uh, yep. Awareness. 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 Okay. And disruptive. Disruptive. Okay. Questionals. Awareness effect is when a student is disrupted and the teacher would write attention to the student and questioned or her behavior. The professor gains a sample from his own personal experience. He used to teach a, uh, teach a class of eight years old. The problem was giving the student to raise their hand. Other teacher have a roots to and when the students 
want to speak, they would have to raise their hands to give the chance to participate or get more out the discussion. He would then ask her if uh, Charlene asked unfair and that she was behaving and for other students by not giving them chance to answer questions. That was about one minute and 10 seconds and you weren't able to sum it up either. You basically finished probably right around here. You're looking at about 85, you're looking at probably 75 to about 85 words of spoken, just like uh -huh. speaking question two. So obviously me, it's longer. Therefore I do speak, you know, because you know, me being a native speaker, I speak very quickly. You, it's a little bit slower. Not saying that is bad, okay? But what I'm trying to figure out is just how many words, spatially speaking, are we going to use when we do our speaking questions? So you're sitting anywhere between 70 upwards to 85 words. Okay, now that 85 words, I deleted the last sentence because it was what, 52 seconds. You would hurry up and if you didn't say anything else important, you would have to use a conclusion because we don't wanna stop at 51 or 52 seconds. We wanna stop at about 57, 58, 59 seconds, okay? Okay. And so based on what you had said, this is exactly what we're looking at. Does that and make sometimes sense? Sometimes I have 